Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Neil... You know, I'm a Chelsea fan. We have a legitimate Chelsea legend in the studios. Mikel John Obi is an extraordinary player. We'll go through it. Two-time Premier League winner, four-time FA Cup winner, a UEFA Champions League, Europa League titles, one African Cup of Nations title. But I'm sure he wants to talk about, more than anything else, the six goals he scored for Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> in, the, uh, in the Premier League. Thank you very much for joining us on TSB. Thank, Thank you very much for having me. Talk me through those six goals. <laughs> Obviously, you know, playing playing for Chelsea, it's, uh, I mean, for me, it was a great uh, honor for me playing for Chelsea. And uh, I'm not a sort who score many goals, but, yeah. you know, I, my job is not to score goals. My job is to make sure that I, uh, that I make sure the team is solid, the team plays well, the team is in a very good shape. And okay, then, no, you, you know. You don't play for them anymore. <laughs> Let the shape and okay, then, no, you, you know. You don't play for them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let the likes of Frank Lampard yeah. and, and Didier Drogba do the scoring. Yeah. And, um, you know, just try to make sure that the team is settled and uh, stable. Amazing. <laughs> See, there's so much humility there, you know. Yeah. Six goals for Chelsea, and despite that, you're saying, oh, Not no, a lot. that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> and I mean, I, my job is to ensure that the team is solid. Yeah. But I'll tell you something from the time we've got to know that you're coming in, my friend Kitch over here has been gleaming. He's a legit Chelsea fan, and I haven't seen a bigger fan than him. I mean, he's been smiling year to year, really? knowing the fact that he'll be coming in. Uh, f- first thing first, you know, when, when you knew, when you got to know that, hey, you'll be playing for Chelsea, yeah. right? It's not everyday things like these or news like these come to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What was your reaction and how did it all turn up? I mean, I was a teenager uh, coming from Nigeria. Obviously, it's uh, I mean it's tough, you know, yes. coming from Nigeria and then moving to uh, moving to Chelsea. First of all, I went to Manchester United for trials and then went really well. I was supposed to sign for United and I didn't sign for United. I ended up going to Chelsea. But um, I think uh, playing f- for Nigeria from the youth stage, from the under-17, uh, I kind of knew I was going to be, you know, <laughs> there's a kid on the block, you know, that is gonna that is making some noises. Mm-hmm. And then when I eventually, I decided to go to Chelsea, I was like, wow, for me, it was a massive, massive dream for me. I mean, I didn't expect my career to go from that to that. 
And uh, I mean, it was a massive, massive dream for me, for my family, for my friends. And then to be able to, 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 to go there and then go straight into the team where you walk into the dressing room, you see the likes of uh, John Terry, Frank Lampard, DJ Drogba, uh, Makalele. For me, it was a massive thing. And True. I just had to, to try to, um, to, to, to fit in. And those guys, they were really amazing. They helped me to settle in. More so than players, so who, who was your favourite manager you enjoyed working under? Ooh. Ozzy Gus? <laughs> <laughs> I have a few, it? though. I have you few. had a few at Chelsea. Yeah, I had a few. I, few. I think I spent, I was at Chelsea for 11 years or so, yeah. And then I had about 12, 12 to 13 managers, I think. When, why was that? Was it the relationship with Roman? Relationship with Roman. Yeah. Uh, once you fall out with Roman, that's it. You're gone. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you win the league this year, you win the double this year, next year, we're in the seventh position or sixth position, that's it, you're gone. But uh, I mean, Roman was a shrewd, shrewd owner, a shrewd businessman. He wanted the club to be successful. He spent, he spent a lot of money and he wants to see us win. That's why we were winning so many trophies then. Um, and, and, so, he, and he also probably needs some credit for how well he supported uh, the Chelsea women's side as well. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of things that people don't see. Yeah. I mean, this guy was always in the, in the training ground, comes in, sees the boys, goes over to the women's side and spends a lot of time with them. But this is the things that people don't really see. He was really, really into it as well. Yeah, now, I mean, not, not too many owners, you know, or investors to say so are involved in the game. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, be, be it decision-making or be it calling what is going to happen or or just coming down to have a look at the boys or girls. Uh, in, in your tenure, you know, how often have you seen, you know, Roman coming in and saying, like, listen, maybe we could change this or, or okay not not use the term exactly. maybe change say, That's let's the word. change yeah, this yeah every time we saw him coming mm-hmm. with his helicopter we know the manager is getting sacked so <laughs> <laughs> yeah once we 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 training and we see the helicopter goes like above us lands and the training finishes we know okay that's it because once he comes in, the manager gets sacked. Yeah, so it's it's not a delivery of special food. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. It, it, it's not Dubai. Definitely yeah. not. I mean, he comes to the games, comes after the game, comes into the dressing room. But once he comes to the training ground with his helicopter, that's it. We know the manager's gone. And, then, and, 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 and so when the buzz is going around, oh, you know, so-and-so is going to be sacked or the, the, yeah. so-and-so... Uh, do you, do you get nervous as a player? Or you, because, I mean, you want to play for the team, but yeah. there's also the uncertainty of, oh, is the new gaffer going to like me? Exactly. Is he going to change the formation? Yeah. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough. I mean, every every single season, every transfer market, you're like, wow, is that is that it? Am I going to get fired? Mm. Am I going to get paid off? Am I going to get laid off? Because obviously, Roman, obviously, like, you know, the club has a lot of money. He was spending a lot of money. If you're not playing well, you there's someone else comes comes in through True. the door so it was easy for him to buy obviously because he has a lot of money and so the transfer market was always a tough time for the players 11 years uh, with Chelsea uh, many people uh, did call you the best African player <laughs> to play in the Premier League how do you take that and uh, what did Didier Drogba think of that when you were, oh. when, you were <laughs> when you were with him I mean for us he's uh, I mean he's a legend for us he's, uh, he's, the, he's, he's our big brother we call him I mean the guy's the guy is something else, uh, big time player, big big game player. Um, you know, somebody who lifts the team when it comes to big games, and we know we know Didier Drogba is there for us. Um, he was a massive, massive player for us, and um, we, you know, we just hit it off from the first day I went to the club. He was so nice, so genuine, and trying to help me settle into the team. And for us uh, African players, he's such a role model for us. 
Yeah, I mean, set, settling into a new place, obviously you need, you know, an elder brotherly kind of figure yeah, to, yeah. to to s- simply uh, settle in into a new place, a new setup, a new team. But, you know, when when you once are settled in, you know, everyone follows a routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a professional, what was a day like in your life? Well, day life was coming, you know, coming to the training ground an hour before training so what, 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 what time, time was that, that? Seven, six o'clock, no no seven. that's like 10 we we we, okay. we we are we coming at 10 and then we start at 11 so you have an hour to you know have breakfast uh do your treatment massage whatever you want to do um mm-hmm. you know laces tie your ankles whatever you want to do strap your ankles whatever yeah. you want to do so we have all this time if you want to go to the gym you go to the gym do a little bit of you know weightlifting and you know get the muscles fired up and um so for us, for me, it was a, you know, it was a routine for me. Chelsea was like my home. I spent 11 years there, almost almost 12 years. So when you go somewhere for every every morning, that's where you go. You know, you spent a lot of time there. More than you spend at home, for me, it became it became like home for me. Because well. you were tra- it was out of Cobham, weren't yeah, you? Cobham, yeah, yeah, Cobham. So just outside London, which is a bit of a change because you were based there, yeah. and, and now you've moved to Dubai. What what yeah. was the reason to to move out here? Obviously, I've been coming here for holidays, you know, while I was playing. And like we all love Dubai, don't we? We, do. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Well, well, I think anyone who's been in the UK for as long as you have, you see the sun and it's... Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we love the rain. I mean, I became... I, I started going to London. I moved to London when I was, I think, 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved to London. And since then, I've lived in London for since then. And... Um, I got used to the rain. I got used to the weather. I love the the English weather. I love the rain. Really? I love, yeah. Really? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, not not, not too many people yeah, say I, that, that's but yeah. Weird, though, but I actually do love it. I I, I like playing when it's raining. Mm-hmm. I love playing when it's wet. You know, because that's when the ball moves faster quicker, on the pitch, yeah. and um, that's something we do. You know, we do love. But coming to Dubai on holidays with my family, and then we started talking about it. Uh, kids love it. They were like, Daddy, I want to I live in Dubai. I love Dubai. And then I thought, okay, you know what? Once I, you know, once once I finish playing, we'll, um, you know, we'll move here. And that was a promise I made to them. And yeah. And what, do you, what are your plans post-retirement? Do you, you want to get coaching, commentary? Do you want to own your own uh, restaurant. shop, restaurants? <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the maybe, deal? May, maybe a perfume, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know, a perfume, you never know. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> No, I mean for me, uh, coaching. You know, every you know every football player thinks once they finish playing, they can be a very very good manager. You know, we look mm. at club, we look at Pep Guardiola, and we think, oh, we want to be, we want to be like them. But yeah. the truth is not all. It's not all of us that's well, going to well, be able well, to achieve that. We're seeing that with uh, yeah. you know with Frank uh, know, and Everton. I know, I know, I know, my mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do you, how what what would you what would you tell him to do differently? How do you think Oof. he's going? He's doing really well, to be honest. I mean, I knowing Frank that I know he was such a quiet guy in the dressing room. I mean, mm-hmm. we never thought he was going to become a manager. We all thought John Terry obviously was our leader. We thought, you know, if anybody is going to become a manager, is going to be John Terry. Terry. Yeah. yeah. But Frank was like a quiet guy. You know, he comes to the dressing room, he sits on his corner, and he doesn't really speak to a lot of people. And then we thought, Pfft. and then once he was like, okay, he's he's going to mm. become a manager. We're like, oh wow, really? 
But uh, I think he's been going well. I mean, he's going well. He's doing well. Uh, he did well with Chelsea. I think he brought the likes of Mason Mount to the team. You know, not a lot of people wanted to give them opportunity, right. but he brought them in. Uh, and now he's doing really well for Everton as well. I think he needs time also to to get the team to play the way he wants them to play. Now, I mean, you mentioned about Frank Lampard that yeah. he'd come into the dressing room, sit in his corner. Yeah. You know, every every player has a routine they follow as in, you know, a ritual of sorts. Maybe yeah. some, some of them are superstitious about doing a certain thing. Yeah. You know, wearing the left shin guard first as compared to the right one. Yeah. Did you have any of those? I did. All right, go ahead. I have to tie my left boot first before I tie the right one. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. And was there ever a point mid-game where you were thinking... Which... <laughs> <laughs> which 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 one did I do first? <laughs> Surely there was. Surely, yeah. yeah. If we're probably losing 3-0, I'm like, oh, really? Did I tie the, left, the right one first? <laughs> no, that was my ritual. I always have to tie the right, the, the, the left, left first, first. Uh, before the right one. I, 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 I can't uh, be, be sitting in the same room with you without asking about the 2009 uh, controversy, Barca and Chelsea. Um, yeah, oh, you, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. You, Drogba went on to say it was a disgrace after the game. Yeah, um, with the benefit of hindsight. Yeah, uh, I mean, if I had have asked you at the end of the game, you probably would have given an emotional <laughs> answer. You know, but some sort of twelve, thirteen years on, what, what are yeah. your thoughts on what happened that day? I think in this VAR, we probably have to look at it right now and yeah. see that it was actually there was a penalty there. Yeah, uh, when the ball, I think it stro- stroke Abidal's uh, hand. Uh, in the box I think that should have been a penalty but also when you look at it was it too close was the player too close he couldn't get out of it but yeah I think it was probably the, the, the emotions straight after the game you know we obviously we wanted to win we wanted to go through and uh, also being in Barcelona as well uh, this it started to become a, a rival between both of us mm. and we thought you know what at Stamford Bridge, we wanted to go through. We should have gone through because we did play really, really well in that game. Yeah. Uh, but it was a shame we didn't go through. But yeah, I think if you ask me now, I'll say mm, emotions did, did 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 take over then after the game. Yeah, and, and probably was a bit weird that Barca then went on to to win the whole thing as I well. Know. You know, <laughs> doesn't, know. doesn't yeah. help either. Yeah. Uh, the other rumor that's going around: uh, the current Chelsea owner yeah. uh, sacked Thomas Tuchel because he he thought because apparently he was against Ronaldo moving oh. to Chelsea. <laughs> Any truth in that one? I have no idea what happened there. But for me, I think Tuchel was such, such, for me, fantastic manager. I mean, I never played against him, but looking from the outside, uh, mm-hmm. the passion that he had for the game, the way, the, the, you know, the team started playing, uh, went on to win the Champions League. I mean, what a what an amazing job he did with the club. Uh, but then, I mean, Todd Burley comes in, decided, oh, you know, he's gonna he's yeah. gonna change, change the coach, and change the way he wants to do things, change the hierarchy in the club. You know, bringing his own people, like and, every coach, like yeah. every coach, exactly. So, um, well, we can all see what where the team is going right now. So, let's see what happens if uh, if things are going to change for the better. Now, you you're based in Dubai. I know there's a couple of things that uh, you want to mention, uh, but uh, we've got the World Cup in the region. You'd know now, being yeah. here the last couple of months, how excited tourism business everyone is you know is is it still the same way in the UK are are they getting excited about a a, a World Cup being in this part of the world the way we are yeah definitely definitely I think I think but I think one thing that's happened right now with the with the rules that's come out you know knowing our English fans no drinking (laughs) (laughs) I think I think a lot of them are going to watch from home now it's going to be like you know what we're not coming anymore there's no beers you know so we you know we're going to stay home no but I think uh, we're still we still get very excited you know the, the, you know the fans in England 
still get very excited about uh, the World Cup, about football, and I think they're all going to come out here, uh, uh, come out to Qatar to support to support mm-hmm. uh, the English team. Amazing. Right. Now, you know, we've been asking this question to literally everyone who's come, and we yeah. asked this to uh, Timmy also. Uh, which teams do you think have a realistic chance of winning it at Qatar? Obviously, I'm a Messi fan, huge fan. Uh, I think his last World Cup, uh, the greatest player I think that's ever played football. Uh, no doubt about that. I think if anyone is going to win it, I'll say him. So I'm rooting for Argentina. Okay, so I heard Australia. I got <laughs> <laughs> to be winning the World Cup. I can't even get myself in there. I mean, the best I could say, oh, I heard India qualifying for the World <laughs> yeah, Cup. I know, I know. That's, that's where we are. Um, Mikhail John Obi, thank you so much for all the joy that you brought us over the years. Uh, yeah. Neil, one more question? In fact, you know, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you about, you know, your retirement. You didn't really yeah, specify. Yeah, yeah, you went yeah, to Frank yeah, Lampard yeah, and his yeah, coaching, yeah, yeah. but you didn't tell us what you intend to do with yeah, time. yeah, no, no. I've I've just I've just finished playing, obviously. And for me, um, you know, I um, you know, I want to do so many things. Uh, I want to become, you know, not really into football, but trying to see how I can get into business and do things, partnering with companies, and trying to see how I can change people's life. And one of the things that I've done just recently is just partner signed a, con- uh, a deal with uh, Rift Trust, uh, mm-hmm. which is like a citizenship. Um, uh, uh, Investment company where you uh, where you get a second citizenship um, okay. opportunity. So citizenship by investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rift Trust. So you um, obviously for us it's about giving people the the freedom, the mobility, and to be able to 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 do whatever you want to do. I mean, if you're a business person, a business person, you want to travel, you want to be mobile. So of course. Um, this is for something we want to give to people. Uh, you know, where you get a second citizenship, you can be able to do whatever you want to do and. And be happy. Yeah, the flexibility yeah. of maybe having exactly. a property somewhere or True. the flexibility of passports for yourself Passport, and maybe your exactly. family. Yeah, for your family. That's something you do. The passports for yourself Passport, and maybe your exactly. family. Yeah, for your family. That's something you do. You can ha- have a whole thing set up mm-hmm. for the family. And this is what Rift Trust will help you uh, um, achieve. You know, we'll sort everything out for you. Get your family Second citizenship, passport, everything sorted, and then you can enjoy your life and be free. Neil, right. you, you should do this, and you can travel everywhere. The, seriously, I was thinking about this. You know, for for us, you know, uh, we we Indians, or you know, for for my fellow pa- friends in Pakistan and all, yeah. we we need to apply for visa literally everywhere we exactly. want to think of, right? Exactly, so, exactly. And this something, this something, Refros will give you. I mean, you don't have to worry about all that mm-hmm. normal hus- hustle free you know you just pick up your passport pick up your whatever you want to do and just pick up your bag and then off you go yes, I'll, okay. I'll become like Kitch then yeah, the, be free and smile <laughs> the, web, <laughs> the website is rifftrust.com it's the place you can go to if you're looking for that second citizenship and if uh, Mikel John Obi is uh, all of his experience in his career here in Dubai wants to partner with them then uh, it's good with us thank you so we know how busy you are uh, thank you so much for all the joy you brought me as a Chelsea fan over thank the you. years uh, we love this and uh, thanks for joining us on Talk 100.3. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks Thanks for having me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.